Jury Rules Against Father Battling to Save Son from Gender Transition. Written by Dave Bohan. Tuesday, October, 22, 2019. A jury has ruled against a father in Texas who has been battling over the past year to stop his ex-wife from transitioning their young son into a female via chemical castration. Jeffrey Younger had filed a lawsuit against his former wife, Dallas-area pediatrician Ann Jorgulis, seeking sole custody of his twin sons, James and Jude. Jorgulis has insisted in court documents that James, now seven years old, is a transgender child and, by choice, now goes by the name Luna and is only known by her classmates as a girl. On October 21 the 12-person jury decided 11-1 in favor of Jorgulis, giving her sole custody of the two young boys and clearing the way for her to begin gender transition procedures on James. On the website SaveJames.com, launched to help stop the transition and to assist Younger in protecting his son, James is described as a normal, happy, healthy little boy, who deserves a chance to be just that. The site relates that when the twin boys were three years old, Younger's ex-wife Jorgulas decided that James should not be a boy. She began dressing him as a girl, calling him by the name Luna and enrolled him in social transitioning therapy to prepare him for chemical castration. This process can begin at age 8. She has enrolled him in Koppel schools as a girl. The teachers and administrators know that he is a boy, but the other parents and students are unaware. In court filings Younger has stated that James only acts in a feminine manner when he is with his Jorgulus. James presents as a boy with me and he presents as a girl with his mom, Younger related. He gets dressed as a boy at his mother's home and he comes out to me as a boy. That means that he's comfortable as a boy at his mother's home. Court documents relate that Jorgulas previously received a diagnosis of gender dysphoria for James, but Younger testified that when first took James to see his gay counselor who affirms him as a girl, he went as a boy. She put two sticky notes down onto her desk. One had James on it. One had his fake girl name. She said, which name do you want to be called? Pick up the sticky note. He picked up James, writing in November 2018 on TheFederalist.com, former transgender individual Walter Heyer, who has worked with Younger to defend and protect his son, noted that, contrary to Georgilis's insistence, James showed no signs of gender dysphoria. In the father's home James appears to be a normal boy and doesn't identify as a girl, wrote Heyer. He has a choice of boys' or girls' clothes there, and he chooses to dress as a boy. The fact that James changes gender identity depending on which parent is present makes the diagnosis of gender dysphoria both dubious and harmful. Heyer added that when James is away from his mother, he consistently rejects the idea that he is Luna girl or that he wants to be a girl. Because the court prohibits dad from dressing James as a boy or from teaching him that he is a boy by sharing religious or science-based teachings on sexuality, dad presents James with male and female clothing options and James always chooses, even insists on, his boy clothes. Younger has steadfastly contended that the evidence does not support a diagnosis of pediatric gender dysphoria, and moving ahead with transitioning him to female will have catastrophic consequences for his son. As reported by LifeSiteNews.com, Younger is worried about Dr. Jorgula's forcing a lifetime of misery on their son. Transgender-identifying individuals, even when encouraged in their confusion, suffer from more psychological issues than the general population, have shorter lifespans, and are more likely to commit suicide. Higher warned that time is of the essence to save James from being forced into a false gender role. The diagnosis is critical because labeling a child with gender dysphoria can trigger a series of physical and mental consequences for the child and has legal ramifications in the ongoing custody case. Heyer wrote.
Get it wrong and young James's life is irrevocably harmed. Meanwhile, speaking of his ongoing battle to protect James, Younger related that every single day you have to see your son sexually abused, and you have to maintain your calm, because the courts are not going to be fair to you. And the only way you can survive this and get your son through this alive is to calmly allow your son to be tortured right before your eyes and outlast the opposition. That's what it's like. They're asking me to affirm a delusion. Subscribe to The New American and listen to more by clicking podcast on the top right corner of our homepage. Also, please consider donating to help us push out more content for you, our listeners.